Hello, I'm Justin, this is Talk Junkie, and this is The Mailbag. Uh, probably one of my favorite episodes to do, I truly love it. And in the middle of doing Mailbag, this Mailbag, we switched our email address from the former author jpert at, gmail uh, at gmail.com to talkjunkie at gmail.com <clears throat> and young Mikey you're very very concerned to know if you indeed were the first email to talkjunkie at gmail.com yes you were and thank you for listening thank you for being the first uh, email um, thank you for the video you shared with me I really liked it uh, kind of got me turned on to that guy on YouTube I don't know because I'm on YouTube as well with some of these, what you are allowed to do, because YouTube's kind of iffy with their stuff. But um, I, I did share that video with some friends. Very good video. Very much liked it. Very much appreciated it. And uh, you you predicted it. You called it. Dead on the money. Uh, it either means one of two things. You were the first person to hear it um, on one of the shows, or no one else gave a crap for a long time for a little bit of time and, and just, you know, you heard it way later and just nobody else wanted a message. Don't know. But you definitely are the first, you were the first message that I received that was not a, you know, generated from Google or whatever. You created an account deal. And to the two questions you tacked on at the end, uh, yes, I do get credit for views on Spreaker. So if you're watching through Spreaker, that's cool. I do get credit through that. Um, kind of curious to where everybody listens from so when you start sending in your name and information for the mailing address to talkjunkie at gmail.com uh, tell me where what platform you use because uh, we're going to be doing uh, a thousand download episode for um, uh, for iTunes it looks like so do that we've got a hundredth episode coming up but I'd, I'd kind of like to know where everybody is so yes I do uh, I, I do get credit uh and for your last question, um, uh, Eastern Kentucky, um, I guess to, it's okay to be specific. I can't, I don't know why it would hurt to tell you this. Um, I'll just keep the question between me and you. Um, I'll give you county, not county Kentucky. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Now, Amanda, you sent me an email, and I was confused um very confused at first because of your name and you gave me the name and you said my name's Amanda and you asked a question about sponsorship and I thought it was a friend playing a joke and when she hears this I think she'll understand why because she'll associate the names but Amanda asked um how much do you make for your promotional ads for the various people that you run ads for i.e. and that's actually what she put in the the, the email i.e. Um, uh, let me find i.e. red spotted newt uh, chain bjj it's chain reaction bjj very important gotta get that down and the music store the music store is roundabout music I don't make anything actually there's no ad revenue for that um, uh, there's some ad edits at the begins, beginning of these podcasts from time to time that's set up through Spreaker um, 
all that good jive, but no, those are just places that I believe in, and I, um, you know, I feel I feel deeply about, so that that's why I do that. Um, as I read on in the email, I realized why you ask such a thing. You have a podcast or are starting a podcast. Uh, I've had, let me look. You're starting a podcast. You're starting a podcast and you want to know how the ads work. Um, I never thought about doing the ads uh, like locally having companies pay me. It's not, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It actually is a, a pretty good idea. But I would have to get a lot of local listeners. And I feel like I'd need to have a way to, to show them that my listeners were local, which currently I don't know how to do that. So, um, you know, because that would be me dealing, I live in a very small town, I don't know the area in which you're in, but for me to do that, that would be the problem. I'd have to be able to prove um, that my listeners were local uh, and, you know, in order to generate that from a small. But the Spreaker setup is is pretty good um, if you monetize your episodes. I don't even think most of mine are set up or all of mine have been set up to monetize yet. That's something I need to get on top of. But I have been kind of messing around with the Anchor app for other podcast stuff. And it seems to have a really good setup uh, for ad revenue and things of that nature. And um, so I would definitely look at where I do my podcast at. Uh, as far as just ease and setup and all those things, I love Spreaker. I don't like that uh, when it's me on the road with just my phone. Like, I need a laptop really to get good sound quality and use Skype in order to have another person on. Uh, with Anchor, there's a, there's other ways around that, so I like that. So there's a lot of different options out there. I definitely look into those, but no, I don't cho- uh, charge those people. Um, and I got that question uh, by a very close friend very early on when, when we would mention Hot Rods a lot, a local pizza establishment. But I was mentioning it because they were allowing us to do some cool things and working with us. And they work with a lot of local artists. I've done a book signing there once. They had a lot of local musicians come through. I know another gentleman who had a book signing there. So, um, you know, it's, um, it's cool that... Uh, that I'm able to mention those people, and it, you know, but no, I don't, I don't charge them. So if that answers your question, and I no longer have you confused with another person after reading the rest of your email, Miss C, and I think I know who Miss C is. At least I think I do. Um, when's the new book coming out? Uh, that that's look, <laughs> um, it's done. It could be out today, but I want to do this in person. Uh, as far as being able to talk to people, get a hold of people, things of that nature, uh, and and being able to do readings and signings and and all that good jive, so it's just a waiting game to win this whole um, mess that's going on right now with uh, uh, the um, you know quarantine is over. Uh, by numbers that are coming out now daily and things that are changing daily. I cannot imagine that this quarantine lasts much longer. Um, it could, but I just can't see that being feasible. Um, so hopefully soon. That, that's really all I can say. Um, and, you know, it, it, when it is, trust me, it'll be all over this podcast when it comes out. Young Richard. 
I did get your email. Um, we know that Talk Junkie's a little bit more family friendly, just a little bit more. So, um, no, I won't answer that question on here about tongues and any presidential candidate or anything like that. Um, I believe you're a good little sheep. You're one of the few sheep I like. Um, stay the path. I'm sure no one's misleading you. Um, I'm sure your side actually is better than the other side and that there's no chance that I'm right and both sides are equally bad. So, you know, um, that's the best I can do with that one. I can't even can't even read it on on the air, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Brando, thank you very, very much. All your comments, uh, your motivation, uh, the kind words you have to say, comments on everything from YouTube to, to email and, and messenger and text and things. Truly, it, it is appreciated and, and I enjoy being able to run things by you. I like your input on the show. Um, you're very active with the episodes and that makes it really fun for me and really cool for me because you know you're you're constantly giving input and I like that a lot um it it's you know it, it's one of the things that makes us fun especially with somebody that I know because you know I know you'll give me an honest input on on how you feel about episodes and things like that so I truly I truly appreciate that and, and I appreciate you, uh, you, you putting it, you know, putting, putting those comments out there and, and reaching out to me personally and stuff. Uh, again, um, because this is the best time to mention it, during the mailbag episodes, uh, the email address for the show is talkjunkie at gmail.com. And uh, one of the emails we got, is from Mr. Cox, C-O-X, I think that's Cox, Bolin, Bolin, uh, well, Bolin, um, Bolin is currently on, uh, the, um, he's currently on the Oregon Trail, and, uh, they listen to our podcast every day on the Oregon Trail, it helps get them through and things of that nature, and, and Bolin wants, uh, wants to ask a very deep question about what happens after this life. Uh, not just to people, but to inanimate objects, uh, uh, lost body parts. I assume something like my thumb, or I don't have my thumb. Like if I go to heaven, will my thumb be in heaven with me? But he was more specific uh, to um, a practice, uh, a religious practice that has been uh, done throughout the world for for years and years and years of removing a, a certain portion of skin from from males, uh, and if that. I think he also threw in our aborted babies. If those things all went to heaven, um, if heaven were real, um, and I, I have a feeling this would truly offend him, but if heaven were real, yes, aborted babies would definitely go to heaven um, because that would be life, and science has proven that they're life. Although I, I don't particularly, I look at it like this. Let's let's even make it easy. Let's let's not make it a question of. Um, is heaven real or not? Is there an afterlife or not? Leave that to your own personal beliefs. If you believe that, then that there is, awesome. But let, let's look at life. Um, if we live life 
as though um, that moment in time, that day, that instance, life as it is in the present is our concern, then I don't see where it's relevant to if anything uh, comes after that. To, to me, you live life for the sake of living life, for the sake of being alive, and, and be a good person for the sake of being a good person uh, in this life in which you're alive in. Uh, if all I'm doing is living for something promised of tomorrow, uh, that probably means I've done a pretty uh, job at living today. So, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not big on people living for these promised afterlifes. Live, live for now, live for today, and, and live for those things. I don't expect to ever see my thumb again, so I would assume I'll never see my again. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know what I was allowed in in the various different afterlifes. Uh, I think he spoke specifically of heaven. I'm assuming that's heaven in regards to Christianity. I don't know what I was... You know, you made a good point. Dogs and trees and things of that nature being allowed up there. But you said that because you think of them as being organic. And I would point you back to a couple of our um, kind of far out there crazy podcasts about simulations and life in general. Uh, maybe, Maybe as close as you're going to get to an afterlife... In particular, Mr. Bowling, especially considering you're on the uh, Oregon Trail, may be um, an, a, an altered virtual reality state because maybe everything that you're seeing is being organic. Your oxen, um, yourselves, your fellow travelers, your dogs, and chickens, sheep, uh, pigs, things of those nature are actually just mechanical, or if nothing else, just program written into a mechanically. Uh, simulated cycle I don't know um, but I think a lot of times when it comes to things like the afterlife and things like heaven and things of that nature people worry too much about um, what they got to do at the last minute to get in there um, I think life as a whole should should have a little more value than that uh, and, and to me if, if you're just living as a good person Anybody that doesn't want you after that point, well, I mean, you know, you may be better off uh, alone. Um, I don't, I don't really know any other way to, to kind of address that. Um, I hope that that kind of got you where you wanted to go with that. Actually, I know it didn't get you exactly where you wanted to go with it, but I hope it is satisfying to you to some degree. I think the best way to put it would be, Pericles said. What you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. And then Socrates went on to say, We cannot live better than in seeking to become better. And Aristotle went on to say, The ideal man bears the accidents of life with dignity and grace, making the best of circumstances. So... Live life as if it's a totality of numerous days put together and have uh, uh, an interwoven message amongst it. But it, don't live it in order to get somewhere else, because then you've kind of you've kind of wasted the trip just at the sake of the destination. That's 
best I can get you on that. Oh, the biggest thing, uh, Bobby Ray Stevens uh, is on the Oregon Trail with you. Um, little Bobby Ray was born with a, with an issue. Um, and uh, Bobby Ray's in our thoughts. And uh, I want to give Bobby Ray a shout out. And I want Bobby Ray to know that here at Talk Junkie, um, we don't want to make light of his condition. And, and, and we truly, um, um, we, we, we truly uh, are thinking of him, you know. And, and uh, we thank him for listening. Uh, we thank Bolin uh, as well as, as uh, Bobby Ray for listening. Tank ain't going to get no easier, Bobby Ray. It tank. Now, um, in regards to Alien X, um, I'm going to stick with Alien X. I'm not going to say your real name. People understand. Same for young Richard. When you email, if you use an email that's got your name in it, I'm going to know your name. So you can put down that my name is Alien X, but I'm going to know your name. Um, so Alien X, uh, yes, um, I did say that I don't believe that aliens are visiting us here. I do believe that there's, there's intelligent life out there. I do believe that that life uh, is probably fairly abundant based on calculations of size uh, of, of the known universe and the unknown. Um, but no, I do not believe they've made it here. Uh, I'm not a shill for the CIA and their anti-blah-blah-blah, whatever you came up with. How do I feel about... You asked me how do I feel about documentation. And I would have assumed you talk, were talking about the two really well-known pieces that the government released... Now my understanding is there's a third piece, and I've looked at it. Um, Three things right off. I don't know what I'm looking at because I'm not an aeronautics expert. Um, I don't know anything about flight and and propelled aircraft. uh, uh, Even even in regards to propulsion, I, I don't really know anything about that. I also don't know anything about what ability they have to manipulate um the footage and to do with it what they want uh, now secondly I would say that um, to me just looking at it it's not highly impressive uh, that's but the whole first thing is a prerequisite to that I'm, I'm undereducated in regards to what I'm looking at looking at it thirdly the United States government doesn't tell you anything that they don't want you to know for a reason. Um, you know, somebody in the email asked me if I'm a conspiracy theorist. I guess to that degree I am. They don't tell you anything they don't want you to know for a reason. So that's what I feel about those things. Um, there's things, abduction stories and things of that nature that, you know, they're really hard to ignore. They're really hard to look at and just go, oh, man, those, you know, those are just all made up, you know, various different ones. You know, there's there's three to me that have some validity. Um, you asked me to watch the documentary Walking with the Tall Whites. I did. 
Uh, I'll give you three things about that documentary. The gentleman featured in the documentary. Extremely nice, extremely interesting, extremely enjoyable to listen to, uh, and, and, and fairly well spoken, and a delightful human all the way around. I appreciate, appreciate his service in the military and what he's done for his country. Great, great person. Seems like a great, wonderful person. I'll say it's the most ridiculous of all of uh, the alien stories I've heard. Um, bar none, really. I mean, uh, it's up there, at least, with uh, even Bigfoot's an alien. Like it, it, it's, it's up there with those for me. Uh, thirdly, very well-made documentary. Um, I do feel like it's the worst story out there, though. I, I, I do. You, lift, you listed some other documentaries. Not going to lie, didn't watch all them. Um, the one that uh, was kind of like, um, I guess, the, the, the documentary version, the real-life version of the abduction. I don't have the name written down in front of me. I can't remember off the top of my head now, but you'll know which one I'm talking about. The guy that made Fire in the Sky about, I believe. Uh, a very good documentary. I believe that guy believes he's telling the truth. I believe those gentlemen believe they're telling the truth. I can't explain what happened there. I'm not going to pretend to. I'm not going to call him a liar. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. They passed the polygraphs. I understand that. It, it's um, you're, you're going to, if, if I can get this other podcast off the ground, you're going to love the other podcast. So, Alien X, please keep, keep listening. I am going to, um, I am, I am going to hopefully get this going and, and get this on it. And that goes to your next question about MK Ultra. I, I do believe I'll still touch on it here in an episode. I've worked pretty hard on this episode. I believe I'll still touch on it here, but that other uh, podcast will allow for a deep dive into some of that. And yes, I have watched Wormwood, and yes, I will touch on it in in those definitely in in, in those episodes. Joshua, email at. Author J. Perk, you sent it to Author J. Perk. It's before the change, I understand. Your email simply said, Hey, can I be on the mailbag show? Well, big guy, let me tell you, you're on uh, you're on the <laughs> mailbag show. So, Joshua, there you go. You're on the mailbag show. When you send email, put in there what I can call you, what I can't call you, what you won't put out if you want a name out there. Because I notice a lot of people, again, sending from Joe Blow at... Uh, gmail.com and then instead of Joe Bogle my name's uh, Diron the great and magnificent you know I mean I don't I don't know really where to go with that uh, so I'm trying to be respectful and uh, yeah now a ton of emails were just book oriented so um, and none of them were extremely personal or anything of that nature so I'm not shafting anybody by not mentioning the name or anything uh, yes, the book is done. Um, no, there's not a release date for the book. Obviously, I covered that with somebody else earlier. But uh, it is a poetry book. Uh, somebody had even, and I should have wrote that down, but somebody did even mention something about uh, a novel. No. Um, no. No novels at this point. There's a book of short stories that have been kicked around and this and that. Um I hope to finish them at some point. Some of those were supposed to go in this poetry book, and I held them. I held them back. I, I kind of kept them. Um, they're not completely done yet. I want them perfect, and I kind of want enough to do a standalone uh, book of short stories. So, you know, it puts us 
be able to put me behind on this book, and I wanted this book done. I wanted it done for National Poetry Month and missed that, which, you know, <clears throat> wouldn't have mattered. I wouldn't have released it anyway due to the situation. Good sir on this next one. Um, proves a couple of things. One, I definitely have a lot more men listeners than female. We need to change that. Ladies, if you are a lady that listens to this, you need to get other ladies to listen to this or at least reach out because they're not reaching out as much. But the next gentleman, uh, based on your email address, but then what you put, you you, you put, hello, my name is Turd, T-U-R-D, Turd, uh, but your name is actually Todd. I know a Todd that I used to call Turd. I don't know if this is Turd. If it is, hello, Turd. Uh, if it was simply a misspelling, I'm sorry, Todd. Uh, it does happen, uh, you know, from time to time. You said, "Give me five podcasts that you listened to that made you want to listen, made you want to do podcasts." I don't know if they made me want to do podcasts, but five podcasts that I listen to that I really enjoy: uh, Joe Rogan Experience, um, Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, uh, Penn Sunday School, um, Tell Him Steve Dave. And then on that fifth one, bounce around from a lot of different ones. Um, if I had to just narrow it down, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you two. Uh, two that I enjoy is Raven Television Attic and um, Randomness Captured Alive. I'll give you those two. Uh, those are lower, uh, you know, those aren't, those are more on my level, maybe a little bit bigger than me, um, but not, not at the level, you know, so that way you kind of got a, Radio Lab does a good one, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History is one of my favorites, bar none, but I've stopped, um, suggesting it for people because I'll suggest it for someone, they'll come back and go, you know, um, I went to listen to, uh, episode whatever, and, um, it's uh, it's six hours long, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it, it is, and it's a two-parter, and the other one's four. Uh, you got There's a paywall with Dan Carlin, too. Like, you can download some of his free, but some of his you have to pay for. He's got another podcast. They're worth it. Um, he puts a lot of research and a lot of time into those history podcasts. I really, really like those podcasts, though. National Geographic does decent. They, they've got a, a little short one that pops up here and there. I like it. Again, um... I'm not going to mention your name because you addressed yourself as somebody else, but get that paper. Um, I do actually somewhat know what that means, and, and I'm, I'm kind of impressed with that. But get that paper says, what do you recommend on uh, in regard? What do you recommend in regards to um, who to use for your podcast? Basically, uh, it's a very long email, uh, but that's the gist of the email. Um, I've mentioned this a couple times. I didn't probably do the research I should have done when starting this. started out with Spreaker. I've kind of stuck with Spreaker, and I like so many parts of the setup with Spreaker. What I don't like about Spreaker is it's hard to bring people in in the way that you can do it. Basically, with um, Anchor, you can just make basically like, uh, let's say, a Facebook call. I can send out through Messenger through Facebook and be like, hey, you know, invite these people on. They reply, it calls in, and it automatically puts them on for me. And the editing tools 
I've not tried with Anchor, but I've noticed that there's a possibility to record this in individual segments and put it together. It's a little harder to do uh, on the mobile app with, actually, I've never even attempted that with the mobile app on Spreaker. Don't even know if it is possible. I do, however, like my sound effects on Spreaker. It allows for me to do various different things, including adding a little music at the touch of a finger. And I mean, that kind of rules. So, you know, I like that part. Um, Spreaker's pretty idiot-proof. Uh, Anchor seems to be... Anchor doesn't seem to be as intuitive to me. Like, Anchor kind of drags its feet with certain things. There's things about Anchor I'm not crazy about. But uh, Spreaker, Spreaker seems to, to be pretty intuitive and easy to use. I know there's others out there. My suggestion would be watch tons of YouTube videos and research it. That's not what I did. Anchor's completely free. Uh, I pay for Spreaker, and, you know, you get time and storage and all that based on um, on how much you pay per month. Considering I'm not making money, it's not really uh, intelligent that I'm paying for Spreaker, but hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, it's just what I do. And this um, this came in the form of a comment. The good sheep. I like that. Truly like your name. Um, you like to end the show with quotes. And I often hear you say that you don't like to get political, but then again, I often hear you get somewhat political. It's hard for me often to tie down where you are politically and what you truly believe politically. I like your quotes, and I like the fact that you seem to be pretty ambiguous in your beliefs. But give me a quote that will express to me your true beliefs on how you feel politically. I went through a lot of quotes. Uh, one jumped out at me off the top of my head at first. And I thought, no, that's too vague. Um, the good sheep deserves a little more than that. And I looked and looked, and, and I, I just kept coming back to one quote. So I, I'm going to read you this. It's from Plato. Those who are able to see beyond the shadows and lies of their culture will never be understood, let alone believed by the masses. I think people who don't have a political agenda and aren't tied down politically get put in a box and considered to be um, far right by the far left and far left by the far right. So I don't have a political affiliation. Politics do... uh, filter in from time to time. I just ask that people not be uh, not be sheep, so to speak. Then you said, um, and in regards to your quotes, I hear quotes sometimes that are from you and sometimes that are from others. How do you come up with your quotes? Are your quotes taken from anywhere? And what is a quote you like but you would have changed in some way? Um, I get the quotes from stuff I read. The quotes that, that, as far as the quotes I recite to you, and I try to always give the person, you know, if it's one I've got memorized, sometimes I can't remember, but 99% of the time I'm going to give you the person because I write them down in a quote book and, and I go by that. Um, there are somewhat like quotes in my writings, like I'll do writings and stuff, 
you know, but they never make it into the poetry books or anything like that. They're just kind of little things I'd say. But there, there is a, po- a quote I heard. Um, the Stoic Emperor on Twitter. I don't have him on Twitter. I find his quotes other places, videos. And he says, Cowards are bold in a crowd. Weak men become murderers in a mob. I believe that's very, very indicative of where we are with uh, far leftist um, and, and far right people in this country. Um, very ignorant, short-minded, and, and very uh, cowardly people who once they're with their group uh, have a little more to say. And, and I would say, if I was changing that quote, cowards are brave in post. Weak men become vicious in comments. And that would be kind of Justin Perkins' version of that quote. Uh, wow. We're, uh, I'm trying to keep these kind of short, and I do try to save some stuff. If I didn't get to something, it doesn't mean I don't appreciate you sending the email because there are things I didn't get to. There were things I lumped in together. You know, send one. We're going to do another one. Just keep sending them out. Keep interacting. A lot of the people I did choose are people that do interact a lot. You know, people that I see a lot from. Um, but but send those in with a good question. Uh, we are going to do kind of like a retrospect, retrospective for our 100th episode. That's why I went ahead and did this now because I'd thought about different things. I'd thought about using this for the 100th. You know, I'd went back and forth. But we're going to do a retrospective of what we've kind of talked about for the 100th. Uh, I hope I got to your questions. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you liked it. I hope it was a fun episode. Uh, again, send these messages. Send all this stuff to talkjunkie at gmail.com. Don't suck. Don't die. Be good to people. Was your dog born to dash and dance? This holiday season, find out where all that energy comes from with an Embark Dog DNA Kit. Discover your dog's unique breed mix by screening for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Developed by veterinarians, give your dog the best care with the highest rated dog DNA test. Order now for the best deal of the year. Save $64 on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com. That's promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com.